Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of The Football Filling. It's been another action-packed weekend in the Premier League and we are going to dissect it all as usual. We have got another banging guest for you this week. No, I'm not talking about Rhino Legs what? Tom. I'm not talking about Rhino Legs Tom. I am in fact talking about former Charlton, Aston Villa, Tottenham and England striker, member of the illustrious 100 Premier League Goals Club, Darren Bennett. And you're right. How are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, I'm all good. Nice, really nice. Good. Yeah, first of all, before we start, you are an Arsenal fan, right? I am indeed, yeah. And that shirt, we're going to talk about it in a bit. Yeah. It's a match-worn shirt. It's a bad boy. Don't talk about it now. Right. Don't talk about <laughs> it now. Ryan Alex, Tom, you okay? Yeah, wicked, mate. Nice to see you, mate. Good Me holiday? Too. Amazing. Right, we're going to dive straight into it, Benty. Okay, cool. We're going to start with yesterday's late game. Yeah? Yeah. Newcastle against Man City. Mm -hmm. What a game. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, yesterday, Newcastle yeah. gave it as good as they, they, they gave. Um, Manchester City started off well, but Newcastle under Eddie Howe just looked like a different beast. Like, the way they go forward, they're defending better. When they went 3-1, I could only see one winner. I know. But that's why they're champions. Manchester City are champions. I'm watching, right? So, do you, you do fancy Premier League? No, I don't, but... You I don't used do to, fancy Premier League? I used to, but no. I think you might be the only person I've met that does not do fancy Premier League. Do you know what? I do NFL, but that's, that's a different story. I do, that, like, like the drafting kind yeah, of? Yeah, that's, that's, I do that fantasy football, but not Premier League. I used to do it, but I just, about four or five games in, I just fall out of love with it and just leave it. No, I know what you mean. I know. If you get off to a stinker, it's always... Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Right, but... I'm watching it, right? So I've got Man City players in my team. I've got Edison, I've got Cancelo, and I'm thinking, please, just keep a clean sheet. So they get off to a good start. I'm thinking, boom, this is going to be a foregone conclusion. Yeah. This is going to be 5 0 to Man City. All I'm watching is Newcastle just wave after wave after wave, wave yeah. of attack. It was a joke, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's almost like at St. James's Park, though. The fans, they, they get that out of the players because I'm with you. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no. But angel hair pasta, Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Dude, the way it started, I thought, here we go. It's going to be a three or four. Yeah. But the way that they continued and they kept going forward, Newcastle, if they were a bit more clinical, they could have been one, Mate, two, three, four, five. Isn't, but isn't that like with with teams that are facing Man City, Man City come flying out the blocks, don't yeah. they? So unless you hit fire with fire early, yeah. that you'll go three or four nil down. But Newcastle did it, didn't they? They went that one down early, but then they came roaring back in. But that's what, that's what you've got to do. Because I think, as you said there, if you go 1-0 down, a lot of teams would go, you know what? We don't want to get beat five. Let's just retreat, yeah. stay in our positions, and just hope that we don't get smashed. Newcastle, well, no, we're good enough to get something from this game. Get pushing, pushing, and pushing. Do this you know what is I can't believe, right? So for me, Kyle Walker, yeah? Mm -hmm. Kyle Walker is one of the best... I still think he's probably England's best right-back, right? He's yeah. a joke, isn't he? He's yeah. absolutely... Yeah. He's a joke, right? 
he got so exposed. Oh, not uh, it's not his own fault because whoever was in front of him wasn't really helping him no. out. Bernardo Silva ain't trying to track back all that kind of stuff, yeah. But the amount of times that Sam Maximum got that ball and I could see Kyle Walker thinking, "Oh, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like," and they were backing off like crazy because I think say Maximum, if it was just a straight race, Kyle Walker would get these rapidly. Yeah, hundred percent. But when you've got someone who's like. Say maximum who's just all over he's like he doesn't I'm not even sure he knows what he's doing with the ball. Yeah. Just chopping and it's turning. It's the angles, isn't it? He just yeah. goes off like and and up to speed, like his acceleration that's is it. ridiculous, isn't and, it? And that's the thing, you don't know where he's gonna go. So Carl Walker's thinking, well, I need a bit of help here. But it was almost like Manchester City were so they were trying to deal with Callum Wilson, then Almiron was doing his bit, so he was just getting left one v one. Yeah. And I, I think he done well with him, and I think say at maximum, if it is, if he's got that that final bit of quality when it's the pass or the shot or just a little bit of creativity. Like he does everything else 100 miles an hour really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But if he had that final little bit of quality, he could have, caught, he could have scored two yesterday. Mate, I'll put it out there. I think that if he had that final bit of quality and he could score goals, yeah, he yeah. would be a 100 million pound player. 100%. He'd be a 100 million pound yeah, player because he's, he's got everything else, he just, he? he just It's that last little bit, whether it's the cross or the pass or even the shot. He just, he seems to get it wrong more than not. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So if he could yeah. turn that around, you're right. Yesterday, be- sorry, Ben, so yesterday though, he did that really well. Mm. Like he actually let go of the ball at, at just the right time, didn't he? Laid it off when he needed to. Mm. He took on his man when he needed to. But like when you two were obviously playing, there were two live games yesterday, obviously, Leeds and Newcastle. Mm. I don't think there's two other teams in the league that the fans have that effect on. Like they are so loud, aren't they? What mm. was it? Did you notice that like with like Leeds and Newcastle when you were playing? Yeah, I mean, I played in the Derby and I get Sunday and Newcastle and we got battered 5-1 in the Derby. Oh, that's not nice. At St. Yeah. James. And that was their fans. Look, me and you were having a conversation or we were having a conversation. I couldn't hear what you guys are saying. That it's, loud. It's that loud, mate. I can't hear instructions or nothing. And we got off to a good start. But the moment they went one up, it was almost like at St. James's Park. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's this whole force field around there. Two, three. I think we were four or five down at half time. Yeah. Just, just couldn't recover. Leeds, because they spent a lot of time in the Championship, I didn't really play against them that much. Yeah. But you can kind of see it, can't you? Like the when fans when you lose a derby, right? When you get pumped in a derby like that, 5-1, 5-0 or something like mm. that, is that is that worse than losing any other game 5 or 6-0? The big derby one, just for what it means to the fans and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in that derby, it's because it's almost like Sunderland fans live for that, that yeah, game, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And obviously they're so far away. that like, I remember that we, we lost the derby 5-1 and I think we won the game afterwards. I can't remember who it was against, like quite convincingly. But it weren't that the fans were just like whatever. still not the same. No, it's like whatever. Like, like so can we can we stop buzzing off like Almiron and by the way Almiron was a player by the way. What a little <laughs> rat, dirty little rat. He's a rat, isn't he? I love him. I love him. Um, but I'm buzzing off him. I'm buzzing off Sam Maximum. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing off all of them. But I've got to talk about Nick Pope for a minute, right? Because I said to you, goalkeeping union. I told you, right? We did. We I was on Tour Sport with Bentley the other night, and I said, we were talking about goalkeepers. And I said, I still love Nick Pope. We were talking about the England goalies. I love Nick Pope. If I had to pick a goalie who's going to stop the ball going in the back of the net, Nick Pope. He made a save. Who on save of the week, by the way? It is save of the week in the Premier Off League. Off the post. Off the post. The one where Harlan's cut inside, and he's got it early. Kicked it early. Yeah. Big Nick Pope, six foot seven, six foot eight. Nick Pope's got down to his left hand side, tipped it onto the post. That is, that's like a match-winning save that is right there. It was beautiful. Is that right how tall there. he is? Six foot seven? He's massive, mate. Yeah, I think he might even be taller than that. Oh, no, what? Surely. He's massive, he's massive, mate. massive, isn't it? So if you're like a 6'1", six wow. 6'2", six yeah. goalkeeper, you're not saving that? I would say no chance on this earth if you're that big. Because you, haven't, you ain't got the time to react, yeah? It's that, he's that long. It, he is that long as a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's that long. 
Um, and his reactions are still so sharp. It's the only way you can save it. There's not many of the goalies save that. Full stop. I'm in shock that he's six foot seven. Six foot seven. How tall, how tall are you? I'm six four. Mate, he towers. Oh I, I, he might even be wow. taller than that. I promise you. Well, I remember talking to him last season and he must have been that much taller than me. Looking down on me almost. So obviously you're a big fan of his. Is it just his feet that are just let maybe... Yeah, I think that's the only thing. That, yeah, I think okay. that's the only thing. But it is what it is. You know what you're getting with Nick Pope. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You, if you, He's not going to be signing for a team like Man City or Liverpool where they try and play out the back. He will sign for a Newcastle zone and he'll stop the ball going in the back. What a save. I thought it was in. It was banging. Great save. It? What a save, yeah. What a, what agree, a game. Would you agree with this though, Fozzie? With him, he didn't... Obviously, there's, that's a great save. But throughout the game, he didn't make like seven or eight worldies because his anticipation is so good. Yeah that he just snuffed it out and he did the kind of fundamentals the, incredibly well. The other well, one yeah. that he snuffed out was the one where he came out quickly to the edge of his box and yeah. spread himself. Like, th- things like that. He's so. I think he's just gone again. Like, don't get me wrong, he was brilliant at uh, Brent, uh, Burnley, but I think he's just stepped it up again a little bit. So there was another one as well where I think De Bruyne put Haaland in and he's, if he's not on his toes, Haaland gets there before him so and he managed to get there, didn't he? Yeah, and, it's beautiful, isn't it? Okay, lads, it's time for What You're Wearing. First of all, I'm wearing Man City away shirt. I'm going to get dog's abuse in the comments. I know this. I used to play for Man United. But this is a nice shirt, right? Yeah, very nice. nice. Yeah? yeah? This is large. Fits me like a glove. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice shirt, that. Really I nice want to shirt. talk about this, okay? Because this is a special shirt. This isn't just like this isn't just like an Arsenal kind of retro bad boy. This no. is an official match-worn shirt. Proper, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's 2001. Uh, you can see the old Premier League badges. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Thierry Henry's official shirt gave me. Has he got it? So this is his actual match-worn shirt? Yes, if I... Look at this. Oh, my God. Home shirt. Dreamcast as the sponsor. Yeah. So it's nice. one of them where... Obviously, they're, Nike, they're not Nike anymore, but they were. So where, where, who were you playing for when you played against Town? So no. Ipswich Town, yeah. I was at Ipswich Town. Young kid on the bench. Managed to get the shirt. Um, fair tires. Thank you. Did me the favour. He went yeah. and got it for you. Yeah, because I was too scared at the time. I was 17, right. 17 years old. I'm not getting up to win, but yeah, for me, Thierry Henry, the greatest player to ever play in the Premier League, my favourite player. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me to get this shirt, I mean, it's it should be in a frame, really, shouldn't it? It should but, be in a frame, mate. That fact, deserves it was, to be it hung a, up. It was in the loft. Was, was it poor. really? Yeah, I know. But I've got, I have got a Thierry Henry one. The yellow, uh, come what's on the front? That's framed up. But yeah. this one, for whatever reason, just been in the loft. He's going to be walking around. Leamington Spa later on with a match-worn Thierry Henry yeah, shirt on. to get his coffee in yeah. <laughs> Like a fan. Do you know what? At 17 years old, to get that shirt is a joke because this is how it works, right? If you're a kid and you're playing against a big team, yeah, you don't get a chance to get no. a shirt. No, It's like, one, it's like, it's not seen as a, the done thing. No. You don't even get to do that. So, and two, like, if you're not even playing, uh-uh, no. don't even ask for it, all right? No, but as I said, I asked, I said, Titus, please. And he'd already got his shirt because he was a quite a big collector. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he managed to, uh, he said, I'll ask him. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Mate, I think that's take. I think that's top of the pops for us. Yeah. That is a, about the best shirt we've had so far on a football yeah, like, I don't think we're going to get a better one unless it's like a... Uh, I don't know. I don't think... Ronaldo Euro-worn shirt or something. I'll tell you what, Titus has got a Ronaldo Inter Milan shirt. What, the blue and black? The blue and black. Pirelli. Pirelli first game back from injury. That's Ooh. the shirt. That is the... Like, that's the shirt. I don't think it gets better than that. I don't think it can. Oh, my oh, That was God. when Ipswich were Champions League, wasn't it? Was it? No, in the Europa. Europa, sorry. Yeah, 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 of course. His first game back at San Siro. I would love to know how much these sort of shirts are worth nowadays. Oh. I would love to that know. That there must be worth a fortune. Can you let us know in the comments down below? Because I guarantee you, there's football collectors all around the world are watching this and they'll be going, that shirt is worth... Can you let us know down below? Because I need to know how much these kind of shirts are worth. Yeah. They're bad boy. Right, Tom. This is from when I played up front in the 92, 93... No. Like. <laughs> this. 
Mate, this is, might give you nightmares, flashbacks. So yeah, I, I, maybe, I maybe we shouldn't talk about. I'm this. looking at our Wolves badge, and it's kind of making me go. I yeah. don't know. I, I've got no grudge against Wolves. I promise you're you. You're a liar. It's a banging you're shirt. A liar. It is, is a banging shirt. '92 season. It's Steve Bull, isn't it? It is Steve, Steve Bull yeah, in his it? absolute pomp. Yeah. Best player, I think, to play for England outside the top division. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Tony, um, Tony Daly. Tony Daly. Maybe. Was it at the same time? I don't know. It's bully, isn't it? It is bully. It's bully. You remember when, like, the 1990 World Cup? We were all, we'll all have remembered yeah. that. When David Platt scored that, I thought it was bully. And I went mad. Oh. Sorry, mate. Sorry to let you down. All right, let's talk about the two o'clock kickoff yesterday. Uh, Leeds, Chelsea. Do you know what? I actually, I actually predicted that Leeds were going to win this game. I actually predicted wow. it, right? I didn't go for 3-0, for sure. I went for a little 1-0 win. But... Leeds were impressive. How impressive were they? Yeah, they were good from the, the very start of the game. They pressed Chelsea really well. Um, Chelsea couldn't get out, kept giving the ball away. I know. Um, and that's, what, again, Ellen Road, you said that about the atmosphere in that stadium. It was almost electric. You could feel it coming through the TV. But for Chelsea, I mean, they're in desperate need of some more players. Yeah. They need more firepower. But listen, take nothing away from Leeds. They did exactly what they needed to do. Rodrigo, four goals in his first three games. Brilliant. He's a real goal threat. Yeah. With Patrick Bramford. On, on it's like he down. stepped up. When Rafinha went, I thought, oh, they're going to struggle here, Leeds. Yeah. They're going to struggle. He's but wearing the armband. That's what armband. I mean. He's wearing the captain's armband, but he's the guy that's kind of taken that mantle now and he's the one that's trying to score the goals. He looks lovely, doesn't he? He looks really good and it almost looks like he's always, he's always had this self-belief, but he needed a run, run of games to be the star. Like Patrick Bamford got a run. He was kind of looked upon as a second. Rafinha, as you said. Yeah. But now he seems like the only one that's that wants to take that kind of... Mantle, I'm the man, I'm going to score the goals. And he's doing that in the minute, playing really well. But them as a, four, a unit, they're doing really well. But I like Jesse March. I think he got a lot of unfair criticism when yeah. Bielsa left, which is not his fault. He's applied for a job, he's got it. But I think he's got them playing some lovely stuff. Do, do you know, like you, you spoke earlier about the, like Chelsea couldn't get out. The tempo from Leeds mm. was stupid, right? Mm. I've looked at the stats after the games. You see that they've ran 11k more yeah. than what Chelsea ran. That's like, in terms of like running stats, yeah? 11k is about one player, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 11k yeah. is about a top what a top player will run in a game. Yeah. So basically, they've ran one player more than Chelsea. Yeah. That's unfor- unforgivable, isn't it? It's not, but I mean, as I said, they were just swarming all over them. But I think to play to play against some of these top teams now, you're seeing it. I would have liked to have looked at Newcastle's as well. Yeah. You're going to have to run like crazy, just yeah. press them, get in their faces, stop stand off them. But Thomas Tuchel and, and his Chelsea side. They, they need more firepower. They do, and it sounds they? crazy to talk about Chelsea Football Club, but it, it's so obvious that they need more and more players. We've got to talk about Mendy's mistake, yeah? Ooh, it was stinky, ooh, weren't it? Horrible. Oh, lads. What's he Have you ever done one of them? I've done many of them. <laughs> Absolutely many. Do you know what, what's killed him, right? The, the, the most panicky thing for a goalkeeper is when the ball gets played back to you there, and he had loads of time, to be yeah. fair, but his first touch was brutal. His first touch, yeah, he's gone to... T- and it's kind of... He's even touched it backwards. Throw, yeah. Just, just no, get no, rid, He no? can. He can still... If he takes a good touch, right, he's got plenty of time to get his head up and pick a pass out, right? The second you take the bad pa- bad touch, you have to look down. And when you're looking down, you don't get to see how close the player is. Yeah. And by the time he's taken that touch back into... He sees the player and he thinks, oh, shit, oh, yeah. I'm in trouble here. Yeah. And it's horrible. And then he gets the old stuttery feet and that was it. He was on him. He was too they quick. Just, that... that- that was for the whole game. Leeds, Leeds pressed, obviously, yeah, from, pressed. from every player on the pitch. Obviously, he's had a stinker there. But like Aronson, Harrison, yeah. the running, they, they're going to create so many opportunities yeah. for that, that centre-forward, aren't they? Yeah, they will. Because I, they just rat. I, I, I honestly thought they were going to struggle this season. I did. They ratted. I love the they word do. ratted. They, they, it's they the rat- best way of putting yeah, it, though, isn't it? The best compliment there is. I yeah. know, it is. I honestly thought Leeds would struggle this season, but... 
I think the way that they play, the tempo that they play, the manager that they've got, and they have still got some pearlers in there. I think they're going to be golden. Harrison looks like an absolute but he, fine. Do you know what? He, he is a good player. And he impressed me from the first time he got to Leeds. And then his first season in the Premier League, he scored that goal on the opening day against Liverpool. Yeah. We flicked over someone's head. Maybe last season, start of the season, he wasn't at his best, but he certainly started off this season incredibly well. So, And he's, from, he's another Man City pro, uh, prodigy yeah, as well. Yeah, of course so he was, yeah. I think, um, I think Leeds will be fine. I think this season, I generally couldn't tell you who I think is going to go down. I think yeah. there's so many teams that are in and around the same level that it's just going to come down to who who's form deserts them at the wrong time. Yeah, It's the that. newly promoted teams for me. Like in years gone by, like last season and... It, last few years but the newly promoted teams this season seem to have a work ethic yeah. that is different yeah. like they are working yeah. so hard and the energy of these like newly promoted teams is is mental it's like now though that's the only way that you can survive so you might not have the money or the resources to buy the, the, the players the quality of players but it's showing now though that if you're willing to work yeah. and do it as a team as well that can overcome the quality yeah. sometimes. It's exciting it? for, for for Leeds. It's really exciting for Leeds because with all the money in the Premier League these days, the, the kind of top six is, is boxed off to a point unless someone comes in like Newcastle. With Leeds, if they can just sustain the form, yeah. they are one club. They are massive. The fan base, one club city. If they can push on, get some more money kind of injected into the team... You look in 10 years, they're only one of few teams that you could think they could threaten because they're so big. Yeah, I think this season as well, it's the injuries that might, because their squad's not massive. Yeah. If they get, like, Rodrigo goes down, then what do they do? Yeah. They've got a few, I know Gilhart's a young player, but I don't think he's ready to kind of be their number, their vocal point. Yeah. But listen, they're doing really well. I, I like watching Leeds, they're exciting to watch, but oof, they, they don't half run. So it's about the injuries, can they maintain that squad? Okay, love it, lads. Right, we've got a new feature for you anyway. Each week, we're going to be getting in touch with a footballer to ask them what their prized possession is. What bit of memorabilia? It could be a match-worn shirt, it could be gloves, it could be boots. This week, we spoke to Aaron Ramsdale. Hi, guys. So, um, I've been looking through my collection um, of football memorabilia, and um, from what I can find in my house, a lot of it in, is at my mum and dad's, but um, from what I can find, these two pieces are my favourite. The all-white Arsenal shirt from last season. The number seven on the back. Um, it's just a, obviously the one-off kit which we wore in the FA Cup. Um, so that's one of them. And then my second one, my England debut, San Marino, signed by all the lads in the team. Um, yeah, so as I said, um, not all of my collection is here. A lot of it's from my mum and dad. So many shirts and players I've played against or played with and a few signed and stuff. But these two pieces, definitely my favourite. One because it's a one-off kit and one because it's my first ever game uh, as an England professional. Rambo, you're the man. Love you, geez. Right, let's talk about Spurs. Okay, watch this game. It was a bit of a... Meh. It's the early kickoff on Saturday. I don't know if that had any sort of effect on Spurs or whatever. Mm. They got the job done in the end, winning 1-0, but it wasn't too pretty, was it? It wasn't, but Wolves tend to do this to Spurs. I don't know what it is, but Spurs have got certain teams that they kind of, not bogey teams, but they struggle against. Yeah. Wolves is definitely one of them, but Wolves, again, it comes down to, would they score enough goals? I mean, they only scored 38 last season. I think wow. only Burnley, Watford and Norwich, I think only mm. scored less than they did. They went down. Yeah. So it's one of them where Wolves need to find goals from somewhere because their, their play, the passing from midfield to forward, 
it's fantastic. It's up there with position. That last bit. It's that last little bit yeah. of quality where you need someone to put the ball in the net, yeah. whether it be Jimenez or, or Zhuang. But unfortunately, they just don't do it. But And that's what will cost them. And I think that's what cost them top six, seven last season because they yeah. ended up finishing 10th because they can't even got that last little bit of quality. To do, do you know what that last little bit costs? A lot. About 100 mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem Wolves have got is though, they need that last little bit, yeah? They, that last little bit. But that last little bit, everybody is looking they, for that last got, little bit. They've got players that can score, but they haven't. They don't have that 15 goal yeah. kind of prem player. I mean, Neto's got to chip in with a, a great player, but yeah. he's, got to, he's got to step up this season yeah. with goals. Yeah. He's got to step up. Neves, Matinho, they've got players. Yeah. But, Jimenez is the one. Yeah. He, I guess, and it's hard because... I think he was that striker yeah. before he obviously unfortunately had that injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now he still looks like he's a little bit caught in between, doesn't quite know, which I can understand because yeah. I've never been there, but I can only imagine how tough it must be for him. Yeah. They've got off to a slow start though, Wolves, and they've obviously got a big Portuguese contingent, but losing Cody, I don't, I don't get it. Unless, unless Cody's gone in and said, listen, if you're not going to play me and you're going to a four at the back, send me off. Unless he's gone in demanding and they've respected him yeah. and gone, okay, you can go. I don't understand it because yeah. if you listen to any England player and says what he's like around the squad, what do you make of that? No, I'm with you. I'm the same as you. It's the only reason why he's done it is because it's going to Everton. He gets to go home for a bit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's he's kind also of got the World Cup coming up. Exactly, World Cup coming up. Chance to go and play, and he has been playing as yeah. well. I can understand it to an extent, but it's still a big loss for Wolves. Um, Spurs though, fourth in the league. Good start. Seven points from three games. Could they going to finish top four? Do you think? I think they will do, yeah. I, I put them, Liverpool, Arsenal, and, and, and Tottenham certainly in that same bracket. But they're they're doing what they they're doing what they didn't usually do. So basically, they don't play well and they tend to lose, didn't they? Spurs, they don't play great, get turned yeah. over. At the minute, you look at Chelsea, got outplayed against Chelsea, they leave there with a point. Don't play well against Wolves, they find a way to win one nil. But when you've got the likes of Kane up top, yeah. Son, Kudelski, nah. Richardson. The firepower was there. We were talking about this the other day again on Talksport, and you were saying about your all-time Premier League eleven. Yeah. And he was saying he because obviously Benny's a massive Thierry Henry fan. He was like, "You've got to have him in your team." And I was kind of I sat on the fence like you wouldn't <laughs> yeah, believe. Yeah. Double sat so on the fence. You have to. Uh, yeah. Dude. But I, I I would still say Harry Kane has got to be in with a shout as being one of the all-time Premier League See? striking look at, look at greats. The He's got to be in with a shout. Oh, I'm not doubting that, but as a starter, yeah, Henry was. He was different. But Harry Kane's goal is what? 250th Spurs goal at yeah. the weekend. 10 yeah. years, I think. So, he, that's, you know, in calendar years, that's 25 goals. He's yeah. consistent, isn't he? Yeah. Last season, obviously, he got off to a slow one with the with the transfer who had the year before. But he's he's got a couple already. I think he needs, does he need about 80-odd more goals to be Alan sure, Shearer's yeah. record? I think it's a big ask, isn't it? I don't know. I think he might do it. Yeah. Do you know what? See, in I, this Spurs team. I, I'm not sure because at some stage, you're going to have to start slowing down. Yeah, you? I know. I know he's 30 and he's still got a good four or five years, but... I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of goals still to be... It is a lot of goals. Lot 20 of goals. years in four years, you know what I mean? But then if he has a 30... I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, you so never know. Spurs are the kind of team, though, that could could be challenging for the Premier League in another year or two. They could, they could be. You don't know. I think Conte has got rid of that Spursiness. Yeah. And that soft underbelly seems to you know, have gone. Do you know, it reared itself, itself a little bit with the, top, the Chelsea game, because I thought, here we go. Chelsea going to be like Chelsea and Spurs are going to go back to Spursy. Yeah. But the fact that they managed to hold on and then yeah, get something yeah, like yeah. that yeah. made me go, oh, okay, maybe there is something there. But like you said, Benty, though, like Wolves being a bit of a bogey team, or they, but they got, they got it the done. Win. Yeah. yeah, got it the done. Win. Boys, anyway, enough talking about Spurs and Wolves. We're on to more important topics, yeah? Benty, we listen to TalkSport all the time. Mm-hmm. Your football knowledge is incredible. 
Yeah? You're always winning the quizzes, even though you might be cheating with your little <laughs> earpiece in your ear, right? It is now time for the 60 second quiz. Right, let's have a look at the league table. Uh, at the top at the minute, Goldbridge. However, we need to go to VAR. How many Ballon d'Ors has Messi won? Six. Yes, how many? We gave him a right answer for that. So that needs to get turned into a six, all right? Bente, you good to go? Um, yeah. All right, let's have it. Come no on. producer's saving you today, Bente. I know, yeah, Come yeah. on. <laughs> 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 I'm nervous. I know, everybody gets nervous for it. Everybody gets nervous for the quiz, no matter who it is. I'm like, oh my God. Who was bottom of that? What did he get to? Bogdan, two. If you don't get two in a minute, right? <laughs> okay. You, you're never coming yeah, back on again. ball knowledge is an absolute disgrace. Right, Frankie boy, do you have the timer ready and good to go, yeah? What was the halftime score in the Leeds versus Chelsea game at the weekend? 2-0. Yes, correct. Who scored the fastest ever Premier League goal? Uh, Shane Long. Well done. Who has, all, who has won all of their games so far this season? Arsenal. Who assisted that last-minute Troy Deeney goal versus Leicester in 2013? Uh, oh, the striker. Pass. No, Hogg. Who currently sit at the bottom of the Premier League? <laughs> Manchester United. No, West, West Ham. Ham. Ah! What is Gary and Phil Neville's dad called? John. Neville, Neville. Who, what, who matched the highest... Who, which match had the highest attendance this weekend? Newcastle. Wolves. Which former Liverpool player is affectionately known as God amongst his fan base? Bobby Fowler. Yeah. What, who got the man of the match in the Fulham versus Brentford game? Uh, Mitrovic. Even Tony. Who was the only player to win the Champions League with three different clubs? Seidorf. Yes. How many goals were scored this Saturday? Oh my goodness. Uh, 52. 18. Oh, wow. Who's, <laughs> who's the current coach of Barcelona? Oh, uh, Barca, 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 Barca. Oh, pass. Xavi Hernandez. In, in what minute did Mitrovic score in... I've started, so I'll finish, all right? I've started, so I'll finish. In what minute did Mitrovic score against Brentford this weekend? 84th? 90th minute. 90th minute. Not a bad effort. What five. Was, five. Darren Bent. Five. Do you know what? There's some tough ones in there, you know? There the Javi one I should have got, but I had mind blank with Javi. Yeah. Hey, 52 goals at the weekend. I should have said, I should have said Premier League. I should have said Premier League. It's a Premier League show. I'm not even, I'm not taking no fault for that. So oh, no. five, so I thought, I thought it was EFL as well, sorry. Yeah, all right, cool. Anyway. <laughs> right, so this week, I've done some of the questions, so it's not fair for me to do it. So... You're going to have a go. Right, I'll have a go this week, okay? First time on the 60-second quiz. You're going now yourself. I'm going to have a go myself, Ooh. all right? I'm sceptical about you. I think you might get, like, one or something. Why am I nervous? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I nervous? Oh, God. Okay, are we ready? Right, count it down. In three, two, one, go. Which former Spurs manager has completed the Dakar rally? Vias uh, Boas. Name a player that missed a penalty this weekend. Uh, Zaha. How many games did it take for Cristiano Ronaldo to score his first Champions League goal? Five. 27. In Spanish football, what is the Pichichi? Trophy. Four. Um, the League Cup. Top goal scorer. What Brazilian legend was in attendance of the Spurs-Wolves game? How many Portuguese players started for Wolves at the weekend versus Spurs? Seven. Six. <sighs> Which team won the first ever Prem season? United. Which player has the most overall goals at the World Cup? Closer. What goal milestone did Harry Kane hit this weekend? Most goals for one club. How many? Yes, I'll give you that one. Yeah. First footy player to be knighted. I don't know. So Stanley Matthews. How many teams were in the original Premier League? You started, so you have to finish, all right? Yeah. Now, I know it's not 20, right? And I know it's, it's either 22 or 24. 
I think it's 22. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viore. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. Correct. Come on, the boys. So well done. You did well there, mate. Seven? Seven. Oh, my days. I'm, I'm top of the league, lads. Oh, this is I'm top of the league. Seven. Mate, there's some good questions in there, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were, the weren't they? Beforehand. Mate, the BS Boaz da- Dakar that, that I would have had no idea. That's incredible. I think you've read these, but I think he's gone on I to swear down. Drive, I swear down. I think he's done it. I'm calling Harry Foster a cheat. 185. Is he got 185? Harry Kane. Uh, two... F- so... Yeah, there was actually so he scored his two hundred. Yeah, you didn't say goal. you didn't say. No, like, I didn't, which yeah. is why I gave it. One hundred eighty-five so. for one club. Yeah, bent six. Bent six. Did Bent get six or five? Oh. Weasel. <laughs> right, you get to go in there. Bent, Foster, seven. Goldbridge, get down, you dirty, dirty. You go back onto you six. Dirty, dirty. Foster, top of the sixty-second quiz. Right, let's take a little look at the other Premier League games this weekend. Starting with Palace against Aston Villa. Villa struggling. And I'm going to throw it out there, lads. Is Stevie G under serious pressure already? I don't know if he's under serious pressure, but I think it's starting to mount a little bit just because of he's been given the money to spend on players. The way they kind of finished last season wasn't great. They've started off this season again a little bit. I mean, they got the result last week against Everton, so they have got some points on the board, but... The way they've been losing games just hasn't been good enough. Um, the whole squad situation, he doesn't know where to go with Ings, who scored last week. Great goal against Everton. He's on the bench uh, against Palace. Yeah. Team selection's a bit of an issue, but... The Tyrone Mings thing. Yeah, he brought him back and Tyrone's been playing okay, to be fair. But it's one of them for, for Aston Villa and Steven Gerrard. 15th where they finished last season won't be good enough. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you think for them? They need to be top 10-ish, don't they? Minimum, yeah. I think. Yeah, I know top eight is what everyone says, but top 10, Aston Villa Football Club can't be 15th. It's just so above relegation. Palace doing well though. Palace are a decent team, aren't they? Yeah, good coach. Patrick Vieira playing some good stuff. How long is it Palace for? I'm not quite sure. Really? But yeah, I mean, he's got Eze playing really well, who I'm a big fan of. Obviously, we know about Wilfred Zahar. Elise, they've got good players there. There's talk of Conor Gallagher maybe going back there as well. Yeah, yeah. So I like what Palace are doing. I really do. Everton, Forest, 1-0. Um, it's a decent result for Forest, that, isn't it? You take that, to be fair. Really good result. Yeah. You would have, the way they've started Forest, they've had a, as we're saying about the teams, they've had, they've had a good go. Um, getting that goal as well they probably would have thought right yeah. we can take all three points yeah. but then letting and it was a poor goal they conceded one straight pass from Pickford straight over the top mate it's a ridiculous defending how high is that line that's the problem and we're knowing how Pickford plays as well I'm saying Jordan Pickford on the, is 20 yards out from goal and he, can, he hasn't even got a welly yet to be no. fair it's like, it's like it was a nicely calm like driven, a lobbed pass like yeah, almost unbelievable you can't, you can't get caught out of that. that's no, a bit naivety from Forrest's part but They've had a real good go. They're learning on the job though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. To be fair, I think I heard a stat yesterday saying they bought in like 16, 16 players. Madness. I mean, that is madness. madness. But they, I think they'll do all right. Again, they work hard. I think they've bought in the right type of yeah. players. 
got the right coach. Got, yeah, they've got the right coach. We've got a good British core of players as well. I think they'll do all right. No, I predicted that Forest would go down this season, but I think as the season's going along, I'm with you, Benty. I think there's, I reckon there's a dozen teams who genuinely could go down this season. Yeah, there's loads it's of so them. hard, isn't it? Yeah, to produce them, you have to pick them. I think Everton are a worry. Yeah, I, I think do Everton too. are a big worry. A little bit like Villa, I, I don't think it, it's particularly stable in terms of like team selection. They need a centre forward. Yeah. I liked Rondon back in the day. I don't think he's. I don't think he's enough. No. Um, I don't know when DCL is going to be back, but even then, you know, I don't think there's the consistency of goals no. needed. So they need to throw some money. I, at I, it. I do think the Everton fans maybe. I think they they like Frank and they want him to succeed, but I think they're still. Question marks around him. Is yeah, the jury's enough? out, isn't yeah, it? The jury's still out. Yeah. It has to be. I know he did really well at Derby and Chelsea, but is he a, a top quality Premier League manager? Of course, I think I think it's 50 50. Right, is, is he just, sorry, mate, is he just getting that because he's a Premier League legend? Does he get more rope than others? Yes. Mm. Yes, he does. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he right, does. He's well liked in, in football. Everybody that's played media for him. Media like him. Exactly. Everyone who's played for him, played with him, the media like him. Everybody has got a good word to say about Frank Lampard. And I do. I think it just buys you a little bit more time and yeah. a little bit more leniency. Fair enough. All right, let's look at Fulham. Fulham, I'm buzzing off, by the way. Great start to the season for them. Five points from three games, yeah? Great win against Brentford. Fantastic. I thought Brentford would use the confidence coming off the Man United result yeah. to go in there and they thought it'd win. But to be fair, Fulham have worked hard. They're another club that work incredibly hard. Yeah. Run, run, run. They've got good players in their squad. But of course, again, we spoke about that little final piece at the end. They've got Mitrovic this yeah. time. Question marks around him. Could he score goals? 42, I think, in the Championship Ridiculous. last season. That'll never be beaten, by the way. No. That will never be beaten. That's outrageous. Outrageous. Can he then step up and take that form into the Premier League? He's done that. And I think, again, Fulham will be okay this season. But as you said, they're five points. Marco Silva could not have dreamed of a better start. Well, in his he's a dog, isn't he? Yeah. Mitrovic. Yeah. Like, in yeah. fair, fair play to him, because obviously he's got off to a good start and there were question marks. And then he's missed a Pano last week. He's... Had a few chances this week, yeah. but when it mattered, he popped well, up. It was a good head of that. Great head Really good very header. Similar to the Liverpool goal where the defender don't really see in there. No. And then it's game over, mate. Too by, late. The t- by the time he gets that run on him, yeah. it's like, oh no, here we well, go. Like, as a defender, you jump like that, didn't you? It's horrible, isn't it? Oh no, here he comes. Great, <laughs> great head of them. Absolute superb header. Yeah, it was a good goal. Um, Leicester against Southampton. Again, I'm going to put it out there. Brendan Rodgers is genuinely I think he's going to go. I think he's going to be the first one to go. Really? I really, really do. you think do. he gets sacked or do you think he walks? I think he gets sacked because why would any manager walk? Mm. Why would you do it? Yeah. I mean... The only time you walk is if you get into another job straight away, which yeah. is not... So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I think he's going to go. I mean, the Fafana situation saying he's not uh, kind of in the right headspace to play... Um, losing Casper didn't see that one come in no. kind of bit out do you know, of the field do you know he's favourite to get sacked he's the favourite manager to get sacked so you've got um, Brendan Rodgers then you've got a bit of Frank Lampard you've got Eric Tan Hag and then you've got Stephen Gerrard all at about four to one but Brendan Rodgers favourite so to what I think it is possible. Manager. they obviously won the league what seven years ago right and even now or till last season they still had a core of those players yeah. and over the last year that kind of culture I think and that legacy has shifted yeah. and they've lost a couple of players, a couple more from that squad. And I think they've got a little bit of an identity crisis. I think they've lacked a little bit of players. They've got players mm. kicking off, wanting to move. Well, you think, look at the players that are getting linked with moves away. Tielemans, Madison, yeah. Harvey Barnes, Fafana, Schmeichel's just gone in the summer. Vardy. Vardy. Like, this is... Well, Vardy just signed two, two yeah, more years, hasn't yeah. he? That's a, that's a, like that, play, players getting bids for them like that, it turns their heads, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, especially if a club's 
at the top top of the Premier League as well. But I think for Brendan as well, it's one of them where he's making waves without coming out and criticising the owners. Because how popular the owners are with the supporters, he's not coming out and and really directly criticising them, but you can kind of read between the lines. And I think they might get annoyed with it and go, okay, well, I know he's had no money to spend. You've got to generate your own money. But they might just get sick of it and go, well, you know what? Enough's enough. But it's not a worry for Leicester at the minute because I still think if they lose one or two players, their squad's still good enough to survive. But it's about the identity. What is then? They've won the FA Cup a couple of years ago. Yeah. What is success for Leicester City Football Club now? That's yeah. that's the big question. Yeah, I think you've got to be realistic about it. And we talked earlier on about like Leeds could be a, a powerhouse of English football. Leicester, I don't think we're ever going to get up there and stay there. No. I think it was always a cycle of maybe five years or ten years. Yeah. I think they've got to be looking at top twelve this uh, season. Okay, a couple more games to go. We've got Bournemouth, Arsenal. The late kickoff on Saturday. Watch this game. Arsenal look very, very good, don't they? Very, very good. It's amazing what two signings can do to It's incredible, squad. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you look at the likes of uh, Zinchenko, yeah. winner's mentality, yeah. playing left-back, keeping Tini on the bench, comfortable in possession, can move into midfield, but in the top end, Gabriel Jesus. He's different. He's, He's in your fantasy team. Uh, he is in my fantasy team, yeah. He, you know, do you know what? Captained him last week as well. Every, a lot of people would have captained him this weekend as well. And he had a disallowed goal at the end of the game, which everybody was heartbroken about. Yeah. But his play in general in that game... It's like he stepped it up again. But he's honestly. like a different player though, Fozzie. Like I'm not being funny, but he must have been under such strict orders with Guardiola to say, right, you do and we all know this with Guardiola. Yeah. You do a role or you're out of there. You yeah. do your job or you're out of there. He must have been told, do this, do that. Arteta must have must have surely come in and gone, yeah. play. Yeah. Like I want you to do X, yeah. Y, and Z. But, like, I never knew that he could carry a ball and dribble the ball no, quite like that. I didn't, I didn't know he was that strong either. Hello. Even the first goal, the when goal, he bullies someone, incredible. brings it down. Brings it down beautifully. Goes. They, oh my He's God, obviously clearly always had this, but you're right. Probably he was in a structure at Manchester City. And I think has gone, you know what? Don't worry about any of that. Yeah, out of possession. I need you to do this, to do that. Yeah. But when we've got the ball, just go and be, express yourself, do what you want. And it's almost like he's gone... Okay. I'll have a bit of I'll that. I'll have a bit of that. Yeah, they look impressive. Saliba. Like they're, they're, they're energy, like, oh, Saliba. Even Saliba, like, he's a, a young lad and he just looks a million dollars, doesn't yeah. he? Great goal. 21. Left foot. Beautiful goal, weren't yeah. it? He's not even left footed as well. No. Zinchenko behind him when he uh, when he scored. Put, he, he had like that. <laughs> I, I think that's a bit of like disbelief and a bit of like, what a, a goal. A bit of shit yeah. nicest. I like yeah. it though, I like it. The, you see the way that he kind of shot the ball and he's left his leg high up in the air as if to yeah. say, yeah, bothered, yeah. whatever. <laughs> whatever, yeah. But um, Frank, our editor, he's a Bournemouth fan. He went to the game and he is buzzing off Arsenal. He said they absolutely battered us. Yeah. Front foot, energy to burn. They're going to be a threat this season. I think they'll be a threat. And yeah. look at who they got coming up. They go Fulham at the yeah, weekend at, at the Emirates. Then they go Villa. And then they got a doddle against Man United. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> they could win six out of six. <laughs> they go six to six. They've given themselves a massive... And then I guess that's when the pressure really comes because then there's no excuse for Arteta yeah. not to finish in the top four. If oh, they're going to finish in the top four. Exactly. But if they don't now, you yeah. already said it. I'm thinking they have to. If they don't... My only reservation, right, is a little bit like what Conti's brought to Spurs. And I'm not questioning Arteta. I wonder if if they lose a couple, like they did towards the end of last yeah. season, if they might wobble. Because what I wonder is, you've got like experienced players like Xhaka in there. Have they got one or two players that are going to come in and kind of say, right, settle it down yeah. lads, and, and almost add that Conti night tightness to them? Okay, okay, we're going to get into Champion Chump of the Week in one minute. We've just got to go through West Ham and Brighton. West Ham are struggling. Struggling. Mate, I did not see this coming. I didn't either, but maybe that, that run last season in Europe maybe took it out of them. They brought a couple in, Scamatra, people like that, but yeah, at the minute, they just can't seem to get going. But in Brighton at the minute, though. Wow. Bright, Brighton will do that, could do that to anyone. Mate, that, you, you saw against Manchester United. Beautiful. They've got that. Grandpa again is a top quality coach. 
top, top class, so they can win game. But if you're a West Ham supporter right now, you are starting to maybe hit panic a little bit because and only it's only three games in, but yeah. sitting rock bottom of the Premier League, Brighton up it's to a long six. way up. Brighton up to six, I've got to say that. Second goal, Trossard's goal. What a finish. The, the play, touch. the touch, oh. everything. It was beautiful, weren't yeah. it? Yeah, you can beautiful. quite clearly see that they work on that, Brian. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to be a top class you have, coach. You have play- teams that have good years, right? Okay, you have played West Ham a good season. But when you watch Brighton play, yeah. you kind of go, okay, they aren't a flash in the pan. They are a proper yeah. football team. They might not have the names. It doesn't yeah. matter though. They've got a system. They've got a manager. They've got a leader. And everybody is on the same page and they know what they're you know doing. What their biggest asset is? The biggest asset is that Graham Potter is called Graham Potter yeah. and not Graham Potterino. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is. Yeah, 100%. It goes it under the radar. But that, that, that can only last for so long. Yeah. Because if Brighton have another good season where they're playing this intricate football, somebody will have to say, you know what? Well, he's, he's, not too, he's not too good for Brighton because that's a bit disrespectful to Brighton. But as a coach, can you imagine the top clubs playing? If, if Pep had Brighton was playing this way, yeah. we'd be lauding him saying, oh my God, what a coach. Look what Graham Potter's doing. All right, this could be unpopular opinion of the week then. This could be unpopular opinion of the week that by the time next season rolls around, Graham Potter could be in a top six club job. What are you saying? Yeah, there's no reason why not. Yeah? Yeah, but just where? You don't think he will be? I don't think he will be because I don't think he gets the respect that he's deserved because he's not foreign and because he didn't play 500 games in the Premier League and because he hasn't managed AC Milan. I just think that there's a level of disrespect. People always laud him and go, oh, Graham, they play great football. But I I still think there's a level of disrespect. What about the national team? That's, I think is a perfect fit. I do. It's like it's, he might be England manager. I reckon England might go down the route of being like it'll be just Gareth Southgate substitutes every time. That Gareth, that 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 Potter, so that guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody who's got really good people skills might not be the biggest name in the world, but when he gets a team together, gets them all working. So together. here's a question for you. Then we've got World Cup coming up. I think it's too soon in this. I think he's got too much to do at club level. Gareth Southgate came in at a time when it was right for Gareth Southgate. Yeah, yeah? yeah. he'd done what he'd done in management, and it was right for him. Graham Potter, if he got offered the job next February, would he take it? It's the England job. But he's got a lot to do at club level because he will have a big boy knocking so at some point. The only, thing about it, the only thing about it is that you're right, but it's one of them where will this opportunity ever come around again? True. That, that's always the toughest question, yeah. isn't it? As a manager. As a manager, you, you want the top, top jobs. But if the England job comes, like they don't offer that to anybody. Yeah. If, if, he, if he gets offered it, is he big enough to go, now nah, that will come it's further the same down the line? Frank at, at Chelsea. At the time, people were going, oh, should he be taking it? Should he be doing it? Yeah. Is he ever going to get that chance again? Okay, so- anyway, I think if, Bright- if Brighton get top eight this season, I think he goes next season. Simple as that. All right, now we need to move on, boys. Champ and Chump of the Week. Okay, Champ of the Week, lads. I have got three nominations for you, okay? And I'll explain differently why I First of all, I'm going to go for Nick Pope. These are my Shock. suggestions, Shock. by the way. Shock. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Pope. Yeah. Nick Ramsdale. And Amy Martinez. <laughs> no, Nick Pope. World-class performance at the weekend. Absolutely buys off him. That save onto the post again. World-class. Top, top level. Top, top level. Uh, we've got Miguel Almiron. Obviously, there was all that talk before the game about end of last season. Jack Grealish yeah. giving him dog's abuse. He was the one on the pitch yesterday, pulling the strings, working, ratting, dogging, yeah? yeah? He was incredible yesterday. So he's one of the nominations. And we've also got Mayan Odegaard for Arsenal. Two goals, a real captain, leaders display. Wow. Yeah. Top class. Who are we going for? What are you thinking, Benty? Um, I like Odegaard, you know? Yeah? Two goals, yeah. But Arsenal like, fan. But you know what? I'm probably going to go, I like, I'm going to go Pope, you know? Yeah? Just because I'm thinking back to the wall. He's playing against the champions. I know we conceded three, but it, it could have been more if he wasn't in goal. Like what that. a save at, the, at that time as well, the game. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Pope. Almiron's got to have a sniff because not only is he... He doesn't score a huge amount of goals, right? But he is the most tenacious, ratty, dogged, dogged oh, kind of player. Yeah. And he's one of the happiest. Like, he's always got a smile on his face. So it's almost even, like... Even when his goal got given us offside yeah, at first, he's right? Nothing. He's still smiling. Yeah, yeah. The linesman's got his flags up and he's yeah. going, oh, never but mind. You've gone Pope. <laughs> I've gone Almiron. So casting vote. So it's going to be Pope then. It's 100% going to be Pope. And I love Miguel Almiron. And Odegaard was world class, but I've got to give it to Nick Pope. Yeah. Massive yeah. display from him. What a game. Save after save. Reading the game. Nick Pope all day long, yeah? yeah? Brilliant. Champ of the week, Nick Pope. It's time for Chump of the week. I don't like this segment. I really don't. When I say Chump of the week, I don't really mean it like Chump of the week. I mean it like kind of, never mind. Oh, stop it. You'll be all right next week, yeah? <laughs> next week, you'll get it next week. It'll be your time to shine next week, all right? But we've got two nominations for us this week, all right? One, and I hate to say this, Eduard Mendy. Yeah. Bad mistake. It set the tone for the game. Leeds get the goal, get another one before half-time, finishes it. It's game over. Yeah? Horrible mistake. You're the man though, Mendy. I do like you. <laughs> All right? And we're going to go Brendan Rodgers. I'm throwing him in there too. Really bad start for Leicester. Under pressure already. What are we saying? No Kuwabali in there, no? We can have, we can have, all right, I'll throw you an extra bonus in. Kuwabali, yeah? It was, a, it was a poor red card for me. Two silly yellow cards. Both yeah. of them awful challenges. I'd probably go him more You're than You're going Mendy. Kuwabali? Just because Mendy's there next week. Okay, so yeah. he could kind of make saves and redeem himself. Yeah. They're going to miss Mendy. They're already struck, not Mendy, they're already, they're already missing centre-halves. Yeah. And Kuwabali gets himself sent off for a stupid second one. Just let him go. I guarantee you there'll be people in the comments Agreeing with you right left yeah, and like, because of Fantasy Premier League. Because he, <laughs> he got minus two in fantasy, fantasy Premier League this week and there'll be people fuming up and down the country. Exactly. He didn't need to make the second challenge. Yeah, true that. So I think Mendy will be there next week and he can make saves to kind of redeem himself. They're going to miss Kuwabali. They're really light in that area anyway. Yeah, I'm going for him. All right, cool. Like that. Mate, I'll, I'll get on board with that. 100%. You concur in? Yeah, I would actually, yeah. I, I will... Definitely concur and agree with that, just so I don't have to pick Mendy as my chump of the week. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go Kuwabai, sorry geez, chump of the week. Sorry geez, yeah. your chump of the week. Okay, before we go, we just need to talk about massive game in the Premier League tonight, Monday night football at Old Trafford, Manchester United at home to Liverpool. Give me your predictions. How do you see the game going? There's supposed to be trouble, it's supposed to be protests. What's gonna happen? I, mean, I don't see how the protest helps the team on the pitch, but that's a different story. But I can see it being a draw, 2-2. Two -two. Yeah? Like, I, I thought you'd expect Liverpool to get them blasted, but Liverpool haven't got going yet. Manchester United right now, listen, this is their, not last chance, but they need to hang on to something. Yeah. I just feel they'll, they'll find something from somewhere tonight and get that, that get the point. You think they're going to raise the game? Because this is like, I know it's, 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 a, it's probably their biggest game of the season, is it? Yeah. Man U-Liverpool is probably, and it's just above Man City, I'd say, it's their biggest game of the season. So I think they're going to raise their game today. And I, I kind of know what you're saying, but then I kind of disagree at the same time. I see Liverpool just too strong. I think, I think if they get an early goal, it could be curtains for Man United. It's, feel, it's like football. Like everything tells me Liverpool should win the game, right? But there's like a gut feeling. I think United yeah. might nick it. Really? I don't even, I think... United might win tonight yeah. and there's no reasons suggest they should but I've just got a feeling they might nick it and obviously United are in the doldrums Liverpool yeah haven't got going but if United win 
They go above Liverpool. Also, also as well, some of the freak results we've seen this weekend. Yeah. City obviously only getting a point. Chelsea getting pumped by Leeds. Yeah, but West Ham losing. I'm starting to think, oh, maybe, you know what I mean? This might be a bit of a... Well, we're going to the game, aren't we, tonight? We're so, going to vlog it, yeah. So I'm going to make a vlog of this tonight because we're going to go to the game. Hopefully there's not too many protests. Hopefully there's no trouble. It's all a bit peaceful and we can watch the game and enjoy it. But looking forward to going to that tonight, aren't we? Yeah, are you prawn sandwich brigade tonight? Nah, we've got like like nice seats. Semi-prawn sandwich. They're like padded seats at least kind of thing. So a little bit of like food at halftime or something nice. like that. It'll be a banger. To be fair, mate, you standing in the stand there. No, I'm going to have a hat on and glasses and stuff. What, like that that? I'll get dogs abused. Yeah, I'll get dogs <laughs> abused. Um, Bente, absolutely world-class, mate. Thank you very nice much. One, thank you. On. Nice one, thank you. Nice having me. Thanks what a me. debut from Darren Ben. Tom, nice to see you back, mate. Glad Cheers. to have you back from holiday. That was the football fill-in, filling you in every single week. We'll see you next week.